0: Welcome to Removing Addiction and Healing Mental Health with Mike Carroll and Jess Gaddies. In weekly podcast episodes, they will feature healers and experts in removing addiction and healing mental health. You'll also hear from lived experience advocates, revealing tips that have helped them to live their lives addiction-free and heal from co-occurring mental health issues. Now here's your host, MC Counseling's Mike Carroll, and your co-host,
1: Jess Gaddies. Hello, I'm Mike Carroll, and welcome to Removing Addiction and Healing Mental Health. Today's episode two of season two centers around suicide. Issues like stress, loneliness, depression, and anxiety can escalate if left unattended. Early intervention and support is vital to build knowledge, resilience, and coping strategies. Feeling suicidal is painful, but it's not something a person has to bear alone. For someone feeling overwhelmed, reaching out is an important first step towards getting the help they need. Realising that someone you care about is feeling suicidal can be upsetting and stressful, as we'll find out shortly. Bereavement after a suicide can be complicated. As well as feeling grief, a person may feel guilty and angry. Help is always available for you. In Victoria, Australia, we have Suicide Line, a free professional counselling service 24 hours a day, seven days a week across Victoria. The number is 1300 651 251. Again, 1300 651 251. There are many services across Australia and the world, and we all encourage you to find the support that is available to you. I'm a member of the Mental Health Academy, and each year they have a suicide prevention summit. And information about suicide prevention can be found on my socials at MC Counseling on Instagram and Mike Carroll Counseling on Facebook. We are in a time where globally suicide is an, is at an all time high, and I encourage you to reach out for help. And if you notice people closest to you not coping, to offer them support also. So, welcome along again to Removing Addiction and Healing Mental Health. We've got Jess, our co-host. Welcome to you, Jess. Thanks for being with us again.
2: Hey, guys. How are we all this morning? Thanks Very. For having me.
1: No worries at all. And also, Justin from the Cheesecake Man, Melbourne. Mm-hmm. And we're not here to talk cheesecakes, although I'm sure we'll get there. Justin, thank you so mm-hmm. much for joining us as well. We really do appreciate your time mm-hmm. here.
0: <laughs> Thanks, Amy.
1: Eh? Now, it was during an Instagram live a little while ago that we were talking about ourselves and obviously getting people a bit excited about, about Christmas and getting that vibe going and what uh, you disclosed to me during that live was that suicide's actually very close to you, and suicide took your brother. Um, and I was always very interested um, in this story because it was also the beginning of what we know today as the Cheesecake Man Melbourne. So, again, thank you so much for joining us. We so appreciate your honesty and willingness to come on and to talk about such a, an issue that's that's so personal to you. And we'll also mention that we're not going to talk about Justin's family either because it is a personal issue and we're going to keep it to, to how Justin um, did really find losing his brother. Justin, if you wouldn't mind, please just give us a snapshot of, of, of what happened for you and for your brother. Um, yeah,
0: so in 2019, um, December 2019, uh, I lost my brother to suicide. Right. Um, he was, for many years, was battling a depression um, and ended up yeah, taking his life on 1st of December 2019. So it was a very tough time for us at the time because we, we weren't really expecting it. It was very out of the blue. Yeah. And the last time I saw him, he actually seemed very
1: uh, happy and together. And then, yeah, then I suddenly lost him. Definitely hard to deal with, and and I totally respect the fact that he did have. You, know, you were saying you did have issues prior to that. Did was was your brother on medication, or had, was he seeing a mental health professional? Um, I don't really know
0: what medication he was on. I believe he was on some medication, mm-hmm. uh, and I d- I believe he was seeing some uh, counselling as well. Right, uh, but he ha- had a range of issues. He had some drug problems as well, and um. A bit of addiction, so that also played a part in uh, what took control of his
1: life, for sure. And with the addiction, do you know what that was? I uh, know he smoked a lot of weed. I'm not sure what else he took, though. Yeah. Weed's a hard one, isn't it? Because it's a de- it's a depressant. So if we're not feeling fantastic, it can just escalate the problem. Was that a- an issue that he had with with pot for for quite some time?
0: Uh yeah, I think so. Mm-mm.
1: And for yourself, being a positive person, always coming across on, on social media as, as you know, positive with your business and, and with, with, with the person you are today, how did that affect you at the time, Justin? Uh, yeah, I, I
0: also have a lot of mental health issues as well, so, mm. and losing my brother uh, sort of triggered that a bit, so I went uh, a bit downhill after that, mm, mm, mm. started drinking a lot and, yeah, uh, yeah, just not looking after myself for a bit.
2: Yeah, you know that's completely understandable. Um, you know, just hearing that bit about your story and it being so close to when you lost your brother as well. And um, <laughs> I haven't lost anyone, family members wise, to suicide. But I did lose a partner back when I was younger, and um, you know, went on that downward spiral as well. How did you pull yourself out of it? That you know, that depression and that. <sighs> I don't know, for me, I don't know how to put it, but I was quite angry back when I found out about my partner um, taking her life and I couldn't understand it at the time. Was that the same feelings for you? Uh,
0: Yeah, so um, I ended up going to Norfolk Island, as I told Mike on our live, uh, which really helped. I just escaped Ballarat for a while. Yeah. Yeah. And then just started uh, focusing on my business, which uh, got me out of depression.
2: So it was was definitely about that, finding what would help you move on from it, I guess.
0: Yeah, definitely.
2: And has the cheesecakes
1: helped?
0: Uh, Yeah, definitely has.
1: What advice, Justin, would you have for people um, that have got somebody in their family that, that does um, suffer from um, from addiction and and does suffer from depression as well being in such a, a an environment that you have and and that you it, that, that your brother did actually t- eventually obviously t- t- took his life. Do you have any advice for people? Um, just be there for them. Some people uh, tend to cut off their family members that have addiction
0: problems uh, but that that doesn't help in any way. Uh, you just got to be there for your family, you know. You've Got to res- respect uh, that they're going through some tough times, and that sometimes people use uh, drugs and alcohol to cope with uh, the challenges they're facing.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: And that sometimes the best way to help them overcome that addiction is to just be there for them and um, and know that uh, you love them and you. Uh, there for them,
1: even though they've gone through those challenging times. Definitely, I've, I think that's that's fantastic advice there. And we didn't talk about this earlier, but um, with the mental health issues that you face yourself, Justin, how does having a business that's so uh, so full on? I suppose there's better words to use, but you're always you're always working. Does that help you, or does that does that make it harder with your mental health?
0: Uh, It actually helps, (laughs) it's more of a distraction than anything, so I
1: don't
0: have time to think about my mental health when I'm working.
1: Yeah, and is that a good thing?
0: Yeah, it's a good thing.
1: And for yourself, dealing with mental health, do you have friends and family around you that you can look to for support too?
0: Uh, Yeah, I've got quite a big family, so I've always got someone I can call if anything goes wrong.
1: And um, do you find that that's, that's a frequent occurrence these days?
0: Uh, every now and then I have a relapse, but it's not that often. It's probably once every six to 12 months I uh, <clears throat> don't feel 100%.
1: Mm-hmm. Just uh, for a couple of weeks, then I'm <clears throat> back to my old self. Okay. Well, that, well, that's good to hear that you're back to your old self. And when you're going through that time, do you feel that – you are all alone, or or do you feel that it is it is okay to ask for help, and you do feel connected from your you do feel connected with with family and friends? Yeah, I always uh, have a chat with my
0: family and friends, especially my sister up in uh, up in Queensland. Mm-hmm. So uh, I can always chat with them and uh, get the support I need. Mm.
1: And. With the Cheesecake Man Melbourne, you do make amazing cheesecakes, but um, Jess was saying that when her birthday comes up, she wants to come to Melbourne just to try one of your cheesecakes because she's actually absolutely loves cheesecake. Yeah,
2: absolutely. I actually rang my mum and said, I'm heading down to Melbourne for my birthday. I want to try these cheesecakes. And she said, of course you do your cheese. She knows I'm a (laughs) cheesecake-aholic. And you know, it's definitely, you know, I'm an addict as well and I've been in recovery now for almost six years and you know, you said some stuff that I really, you know, I'm um, related to and those distracting. I distract through work as well and, you know, I work my ass off, but it helps with my mental health, you know. I'm not sitting at home depressed and, you know, it is about finding those things because when you do, for me, my biggest trigger is grief as well, losing the people I love. And um, so I fully understand that when you're trying to just, Get out of yourself and not feel that because, you know, humans, we're generally very loving people and very caring people and when we lose the people we love, it does really affect us.
1: What right. other advice do you have, Justin, for guys that's um, because, mm. you know, guys are our biggest in Australia. Um, Absolutely. Contributed to to suicides, unfortunately. Um, and it's the guys that don't ask for help and it's when someone does go that or does take their lives that their life is that people say oh i never knew i never had any idea how do you think we can help people especially men and we're talking 18 to 18 to around 45 um is is the is the age of 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 the most suicides in australia um how can we help them to to say it is okay what advice would you have for them Yeah, just keep an eye on
0: uh, people around you, men or women. Just like because most people notice I'm not doing well before I notice I'm not doing well. Mm -hmm. Um, So if people, if there's changes in people's behaviour, their um, you know personal hygienes off, or they're distracted, then their performance at work's not the same. Mm -hmm. um, Then just reach out to them because maybe they don't realise that. Um, they're going through some challenges, and uh, yes. Yeah, so, and then you can offer them the support and help they
1: need. Okay, perfect. I love I love the way that you've put that there. And do you find that before your brother or after your brother suicide that you've put steps in place to make sure your mental health is as good as it can be? Uh,
0: yeah. So, uh, <clears throat> um, yeah. So. I just make sure I reach out to certain family members whenever I'm feeling down just so I don't go through the same thing my brother went through. Mm. And were you and your brother very close? Uh, we weren't super close. Uh, so um, I was fostered and he was from my dad's side. Wow. I okay. my dad. So I only met uh, this brother when I turned 18. Um, and he I met him at my 18th birthday. Wow, that's amazing.
2: Wow, that is, yeah, that is absolutely amazing.
0: Uh, so I only knew him, how many years is that? That would have been six or seven years. Okay.
1: Still tragic though for you.
0: Yeah. So we were pretty close. Like I, I, last time I saw him, I was teaching him how to drive. So, um, and yeah, and then he was gone to, about a month later, so.
2: Can I ask you a question, Justin? Do you feel like in some ways, especially as you just mentioned, you met your brother at 18, do you feel like you were robbed of some time with him?
0: Uh, Yeah, definitely.
2: And I guess that would have been hard for you as well, like just thinking about all the years you lost with him being in the foster care system and then re-meeting him and then losing him all over again. Yeah. Yeah. You've definitely had a hard try, that's for sure.
1: Yeah. Mm. As the Cheesecake Man Melbourne, um, the business that keeps you busy um, and keeps you um, away from negative thoughts and and up with positivity, any small business at the moment is going through tough times with the way the world is, with the way Victoria is, um, with the way let's not get political on this. Um, but, uh, but it, but in terms of that, that's definitely an opportunity. Um, and I suppose that's the wrong word to use, but for mental health issues to come up, and I know it has for many small business owners. Um, I love that you put something on there about small business and supporting them and writing, you know, when people don't actually have money to be able to support them in other ways, uh, via reviews on Google, which I of course did for you last night and, 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 and other ways as well. Um, through that, that really does help lots of small businesses. What advice would you have for small businesses, apart from what you put on Instagram, to help them to to keep their their mental health strong during these tough times? Um
0: yeah, just I don't know, be community focused. So build your business around the community. The more you help the community, the more the community will help you. So we uh we often give away boxes of amazeballs with our competitions as well as um as well as uh, for people struggling, if someone has a story and they send me a message that they're going through a tough time, I'll uh, give them a box of sweets. So just be very community focused, and it helps the community's mental health as well as your mental health as a business owner. Because the more you do for other people, the better it is, you know, for your mental health.
1: Oh, totally! It's all uh, about. Sorry, yeah, go for it, Jess. I
0: agree.
1: Yeah.
2: You know- Um, You know, I always say a community problem needs a community response and I strongly believe mental health is a community problem. I don't care what anyone says, we all need that connection. And, um, you know, one place I find it is in Queensland. Everyone's so nice to each other. You walk down the street and everyone's like, hello, nods their head and, you know, good morning. And it's the only place I've ever really found that. Everyone is so nice and I think if we just are more kinder to each other um, and you do that, you show that through your business as well, not only as a person and I guess you get a really good response from that as well.
1: Yeah. Mm. Awesome. And how have you... Because you were in South Yarra, then you moved to Albert Park. What's what's an, some ideas you, you could offer for small businesses that have maybe in a new, new in a new location or just starting up in terms of getting community um, getting involved in their local community?
0: Um, yeah, so we're getting involved with the uh, local schools, so we're donating uh, some hampers for them to raffle off to raise money for the schools. Uh, so definitely start with uh, local schools because they're always looking for community support. And they also got, they're well known in the community. So once um, you get amongst the school, you know, they'll start sending people to your business as well. Um, local charities as well. So we uh, donated a bit of money to Lentils as Anything in uh, St. Kilda. Yay. So, uh, which is a a non-for-profit that uh, helps the community by having a pay as you uh, can system so if you're ever broke and when uh, briefly I was homeless so whenever I couldn't afford food I'd go there for a free meal mm-hmm. and then I've probably paid back what I've eaten in free food plus a bit extra with all the uh, money we've donated so um, yeah so just get amongst the community with charities and the local schools and uh, maybe even the local fire brigade and stuff. I used to uh, be a firefighter as well. So hey, you, um, you can help uh, volunteer at some of the local uh, fire brigades or SES or something as well.
1: I love that. You used to be a firefighter. Oh, my God, Jazzy. That's great. Yes. And I love your ideas there of being able to help people connect. And and I love the school idea as well.
2: Um, For someone struggling with their mental health and having suicide ideologies, you know, you've obviously been through that mental health yourself. What would you suggest to them? Like what services, have you used services? Would you suggest counselling? What helped you?
0: um i usually just reach out to family i most of the services I found like when you talk to a stranger they it's very generic so mm-hmm. it, i'm not saying for everyone it won't help but for me when i call suicide hotlines and stuff um i tend to find it doesn't help me that much yeah. Uh but when you talk to your family and friends that know you and understand you and are there for you uh, it's a bit more personal, so I find that works a bit better.
2: Yeah.
0: I'm uh, with you
2: there. <laughs> what's that? I'm with you there. We're talking yeah. to family, like talking to the people that love you and understand you.
0: Yeah. So uh, I do see a psychologist at the moment, uh, but once again, I don't really find that that oh. helps. It's just, um, yeah, just being recommended.
1: Just to go back a bit, Justin, if you don't mind, i um, I think sometimes with guys they haven't talked about when they're not feeling great in their life, how would you suggest setting that up in terms of having that conversation with family to say, hey, I'm not, I haven't been feeling good lately um, and to be able to start that. Do you have any suggestions for people out there?
0: Uh, It's a tough conversation, but, you know, nowadays uh, suicide and depression people are more understanding of. That's so very much easier. Like people won't judge you if you do talk to them and uh, express them. Find someone who uh, who you trust and uh, respect and uh, just have that conversation. And uh, because of, you know, in 2022, everyone's a bit more understanding about mental health. Mm-hmm. People will um, <laughs>
1: let you open up and uh, give you some friendly advice. Mm-hmm and i think that's that, that that's that's amazing and, and you are so right that um let's look at positives out of uh, covid-19 it has been that um mental health is definitely on the forefront um i've said before i've said on many episodes of this show that um Six to 12 to 18 month, month wait periods for counsellors, for mental health, for addiction issues. Um, it's not good, but it is good because it is. it means that people are looking out there outside of themselves to get that help, um, which, which is great. To start a conversation with friends and family is important Um, and if you're somebody that's a little bit stronger than maybe your friends or your family you can start the conversation um, and and by doing it with the family together individually with family members um, because it's mental health is all of our responsibility as is or maybe not addiction as much but I think addiction is as well and it is all about community connection and conversation to be able to which is the three pillars of mc counselling as well um because it is about bringing people together and talking about the issues the hard issues and being real humans and not the humans that we just see on Instagram or on social media. And with this show, we definitely want to help you to feel better about yourself and also to know that there is support out there, whatever you're going through, whether it be addiction, whether it be mental health, whether it be um, a suicide, or if you too are feeling suicidal, that that there is definitely help out there for you. Um, We've got uh, the number here for... Suicide Victoria and we'll post some numbers for other Uh, for other parts of the world uh, for suicide helplines as well 1-300-651-251 is Suicide Line Victoria but as Justin says it is a bit difficult to talk to somebody about something so personal when you don't know them Um, once you're a a client of MC counselling you've also always got um, availability to me 24-7 and I believe other services are doing the same thing as well so um, unless Jess you've got something you'd like to add we might end this episode of removing addiction and healing mental health our second episode in season two for 2022 with justin from the cheesecake man melbourne did you have anything else just to add
2: um yeah like mikey if you're struggling or need to reach out to anyone i'm available 24 7 on addiction doesn't discriminate um reach out you know we're we all have a lot of us have been down similar paths and um you know and come out the other side and you know like justin mentioned we do have moments of downtime um where we do struggle we all struggle and that's okay um but yeah definitely here if you need to chat
1: awesome stuff thanks so much for joining us this week we'll be back next week with another episode of removing addiction and healing mental health Uh, we hope you'll join us then thanks so much for your time more soon
0: in our hope that we have opened your mind to see another way to live your best life. This has been Removing Addiction and Improving Mental Health. Join Mike Carroll next week for another episode.